Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning back in. We are Society Outcast. My name is Joshua, and I'm joined here with Mikaeus. Hello. And Kevin. Hello. We began this journey two weeks ago, going over Man of Steel, and then we continued the following week with Dawn of Justice. I refuse to call it the other thing. BVS. We finally made it. <laughs> yeah, no. We finally made it here today to tackle the four hour long epic. This week, we will be sharing our thoughts and opinions on the recently released True Vision of Zack Snyder's Justice League movie. Stay tuned until the end to hear our individual ratings. Well, the movie's broken up into eight different segments, including the intro and the epilogue. There's a lot to get through, so let's begin. So the intro, it just starts off with immediately with Superman's death, which uh, his death scream, which activates the mother boxes. What do you guys think about that first scene? I just, I didn't understand the correlation between Superman's scream and the mother boxes, but, um, like, I, because, like, the mother boxes never encountered a Kryptonian when they first landed on Earth, when we see the flashback when everybody unites to fight Darkseid, but, um, what do you guys think? So, I see, I, I get that, um, but I think the mother boxes, what they do, they just, because they're on Earth, they're just looking around to see um like a strong power source so superman was was like the protector of earth when um <clears throat> because the whole point of the, the well the mother boxes became activated when they made cyborg so superman was around at that time and so they didn't call out to steppenwolf or anybody and blah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, I think that's a good point. Um, but I really, I really do appreciate the scene and how we're seeing this through Batman's lens. His, you know, his perspective on Superman's death, and you kind of could see the the pain in his eyes while watching him die. And I guess seeing that just makes this even more powerful because, as we know, after this is when he begins his uh, recruiting. I think it's a less subtle um, version of what they did in, or what he did in Dawn of Justice because like, you can write away that, okay, Batman was in the city while all the mess was going on. But this, we didn't see this in the last movie. So it's kind of off-putting a little bit. Like it's out of, it comes from out of nowhere. But yeah. The scream? Yeah, because we, we never saw like the ripples of his scream uh, going across Earth activating the mother boxes like that's not a scene that happened in dawn of justice like we just see him scream and that's it i mean you can take it as like you don't know the full effect of the scream because you're just an observer at the point of the fight like you're just say you're in the place of superman i'm not superman like batman or wonder woman like you hear the scream but you don't know to the full extent how far it reaches or like but i'm saying like they he made it a visual thing in this movie there... oh yeah it, it took a different yeah. approach i mean like we see how far it goes and like yeah. how this is another perspective and, and the, the I, I love the connection because we saw uh superman's uh the, the waves uh, of his scream in bvs um Did but we? you know obviously yeah yeah actually i think when i rewatched it when he's screaming you can actually see it in that film oh, too. Okay. All right. And I take it back. 
Yeah. No, but no, but like to your point in this movie it's not it, emphasizing it, exactly it's it's such a good connection because we see what those waves cause and we see the activation of the mother boxes and pretty much our introduction to to uh, Themyscira and all these places and and cyborg so it, and aquaman and aquaman so it was just a perfect introduction yeah and then uh so then the scene after this batman travels to go see aquaman well, he's on his way to go find him. And then we jump into the first part. Uh, don't count on it, Batman is what it's called. Uh, so we see the first thing that happens is Batman tries to convince Aquaman to join the team at, the team that he's putting together uh, in anticipation because of the threat that Luther, I guess, had given. <clears throat> the I don't know. Uh, it was longer. I like that. It wasn't just uh, the like the mural on the wall that that gave away who Aquaman was. That Bruce Wayne went to Aquaman knowing that it was him. You see the townspeople too being making more of an effort to protect Aquaman's identity. Yeah. So that kind of like emphasizes the the connection that he has with them, and then like they're not gonna rat out. They see him as more or less one of his own if they're not willing to rat him out to some rich white man that like comes out of nowhere looking for this van, this dude. Like we're not gonna give you this dude, like just just because you asked. They worship him. him. <laughs> I mean, he, he if you see like he, my dude's an an Atlantean. He's almost a a, a demigod. Like he's kind of powerful. They even sing for him. Yeah, and I was I yeah I was actually gonna get to that point. Well, first I'm gonna um, have a moment to appreciate how good Ben Affleck was looking throughout the movie because <laughs> he he looked rough in, oh, yeah. in Josh Josh Sweden's cut. But um, yeah, the uh, it, I don't know when when Aquaman was speaking with Batman and. You know, when he, he took off his sweater and he was ready to leave, and you start hearing <laughs> the woman basically sing, mm-hmm. which for me was a bit unsettling. I wasn't really prepared for that. Um, and I kind of thought that it, at first I thought it was unnecessary. It was a bit, it was trying too hard to be something distinctive, mm-hmm. to be something, uh, you know, but. <clears throat> like that lamentation music? Exactly. Yeah. But hearing the um the the lyrics to the song which is basically um kind of like you know saying that um i forgot i forgot what the lyrics were actually i actually had them on hand but you know it, it, it was basically just them sharing their appreciation for this man and how much they love and how much they need him and all this this and that and i, I don't mean to step forward but Right after this scene, the encounter with Batman versus Superman, it transitions to Martha on Clark Kent's grave, mm-hmm. and the song is still playing in the background. So it kind of made sense. Yeah, That's, and I've I, like on the re- repeat watching this over. I, I a lot of the music the first time I heard it was very off-putting, and I was like, "What? Why? Why would like you choose this?" But like when you really pay attention to the lyrics, and you're like, "Okay, it makes sense." Yeah, exactly. So, so despite of how <laughs> how creepy it was or whatever, I guess we were it, so used to the 
we, since we've watched the Justice League movie so many times, we're used to the music that was given to us there. So I've, I've, watched, I've, I've watched it three times. Okay, not, I've not watched it many times. <laughs> that's your fault. But you forced no, me yeah. to watch it too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I guess. I guess. I, yeah, you're right. I was kind of prepared for that kind of epic music, not not you know folk songs or anything yeah. like that. But I get Zack Snyder and. Um, he was just trying to put meaning behind the music. So throughout the movie, this happens a lot. So everything just connects, and it just made it made it made sense, I yeah. guess. All right. So um, after uh, we see Martha at uh, at at Clark Kent's grave, they cut to uh, Lois visiting um, the monument uh, of Superman, and then uh, Wonder Woman stops a stops a crime in London. Uh, God, that scene was so much better after. With the lamentations. I mean, like, yeah, but <laughs> not necessarily just the the sound effect. I feel like her. She felt like more more Wonder Woman, like her the speech she had at the deflecting. Bullets yeah, I can't crazy. believe they took out that that one scene where she's blocking the bullets. Like, yeah, like that's like such an iconic yeah. Wonder Woman move for for them to be like, and you know what? She's it's not like that's really her. Yes, it yeah. is. Like that's like, one of the most famous scenes. Like, if you go to Six Flags, like <laughs> that's what she I'm does. <laughs> and like, yeah, it's it's much more like intense her, her fight scene. She's not just like defensive. She she seemed more defensive in in Just Sweden's um cut than than she did in in this in Zack Snyder's. She was much more on the offensive and taking initiative and and handling a situation. I th- and I really like the color in this movie. It, it makes such a big difference because in the Justice League movie, everything was you know brightened up. Yeah. The, the contrast with it was different. The saturation, but here, it, you know, there was it was just dark. You know, a bit darker than than usual, and it just makes sense with the tone of the movie. You know, the, the color sets the tone of the movie. So with this Wonder Woman scene, you know, she's stopping basically terrorists. She's stopping psychopaths from uh, murdering kids. And, and you know, the bomb was supposed to take out four blocks in, in that yeah. city. So it was an intense moment. And again, just the color throughout the movie, I appreciate it because it set the tone, the correct tone. And and this scene was just intense because like Mikias said, the it was so brutal and the action was incredible and man that yeah, dude it, did it, not survive he was disintegrated <laughs> all you saw was his hat and no like mikia said it was a pure wonder woman scene because right at right after the end he's she's you know asking the girls if she's okay yeah. and he she has that special moment with that little girl where she says can i be like you someday and she says no um, sweetie you can't <laughs> <laughs> you can't you can't you know you can be whatever you want to be which is it's it's wonder woman so it, it was a, it was a really good scene i think this movie actually does put a lot of respect on wonder woman and, and amazon when um a lot of respect on on their their history and like what they stand for because when um uh when they see Stephen Wolf like there's something that they all have this chant that like emphasize the 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 we have we have no fear yeah yeah Yeah, the we have no fear so yeah so we go from one intense scene 
to the scene where Steppenwolf uh, comes and he's trying to take the mother box away away from the Amazons in Themyscira. So yeah, continue. What, what were you saying about the, the Amazons? Yes, um, they they say they chant no fear, literally with no fear in their hearts, and 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 like Stephen Wolf comes and he thinks like, what you guys like aren't afraid of me? And they're like, no, like we we've done this before, bro. Like this this ain't new to us. Like we like we're taught from a young age. I I, I feel like it was much better than than just winning. Well, they just begin combating because like when they start fighting, it's it seems more like a defensive thing rather than like we prepared for this moment because we knew it was going to come when they said we have no fear. Like, it was very much more coordinated. I felt like there was much more... They, it looked, they looked more courageous. Yeah, they made a, a Queen Hippolyta. She looks much more of a queen, not leaving her Amazons to die, um, in, like in the Joss Whedon version. She's more hesitant to leave the throne room and seal it because... And then, and then once the, the 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 that place falls into the ocean, she looks back and she's mourning the fact that all those Amazons just died, trying to protect. And then, yeah, the the, the intenseness. She maintains her compassion. Like she doesn't like it. Doesn't seem like a cold ruthless right. leader getting the mission done. It's like I'm losing people, and like I know this pain, and like I have at least. Even though it's not like a day, like a moment to like mourn the the lives that they sacrificed in order to protect the mother box. Yeah, and how incredible did Steppenwolf look? Yeah, like, man. The the armor, the spikes being active, and like when he oh when God. when he absorbs the arrows and just like you know shoots them right back out, and and like you said, when that throne room or when the place falls into the ocean that was intense we obviously we didn't see that in the in the in the joss whedon version and you know like you said the queen takes off her crown so there's more respect there's more compassion Mm -hmm. she acts more like a queen just like you said but watching steppenwolf come out of that the sea and steppenwolf says so much weight to him when he like picks up the horses and (laughs) it's just just like it's like charging through the horses like he's a football player yeah. like he's just like and then nothing and like like it's oh my god i just can't like this dude was bodying horses and i'm sorry i gotta give me a moment to focus on that <laughs> all right and then um so yeah at the end he he his speech is much more darker uh than in the joss whedon's version when uh, he says you'll all love me no, this one is different. This one's like <laughs> you're gonna learn. Yeah, <laughs> he, um, he teleports out, and then that's the end of the first part, and on to the second, called the Age of Heroes. So here, uh, Steppenwolf takes his the mother box that he just took, uh, and and plants it in an abandoned nuclear reactor. Um, which honestly, I like much more than like. We know it's a nuclear reactor, by, but then in Josh Whedon is like, there's a family living oh, in a place yeah. that's like radioactive, which that. I know like that, that freaking like, like family, you, like extremely poor, <laughs> like extremely poor. The government will not let you like go into a place that's that. 
I'm, no I'm so glad that family was completely <laughs> cut out of this movie because I, I don't even want to get into that because it just gets me. No head, disrespect but... to the actors. All all disrespect to those actors. From <laughs> oh my no, but no. And going to your point, I love that Steppenwolf arrives in that area and he says it's toxic. It's perfect. Yeah. With it just it just. Those little details, those you know, it just makes sense, and it gives just depth and and the the kind of background information that we need in order to flow the right way. And later on, we see uh, Hippolyta. She shoots. Well, now we know that it's Artemis's arrow. Um, she, uh, she, she lights the fire uh, in the shrine of the Amazons, and then Wonder Woman sees the TV broadcast. Um, Again, um, I, I'm sorry to interrupt, but like that also shows that even the gods knew that there would be a time when the, like Dark Side or Stefan we'll Wolf or some they would like return yeah. for the mother boxes and like they'll need to be able to signal all the places on Earth to know that they have to reunite once more to defeat the threat that's against them. And then we got. I was just gonna say she could have she could have sent an email or a little text. You see, if she had any modern device, she could have just FaceTime Gal Gadot. I mean, Wonder Woman, been like, bro, we need you right now. Wasting a whole hour. <laughs> they had two. <laughs> they, re- they really had a backup just in case it like fell to the sea or <laughs> one had terrible aim. You know, in case the Wi-Fi was acting up, they had the arrow. Yeah, and then uh. We cut to Silas Stone and Ryan Choi uh, doing some sciencey stuff in the in the lab. Um, then after that, Wonder Woman, uh, we see her go to the shrine and actually pick up the arrow and use it as like a key to open a door, which was completely cut out of the movie. Uh, <laughs> Can we talk about how strong her heels are and when she lands? Yeah, when for she real. Drops. <laughs> Them things were stronger than steel. Like, <laughs> then I wonder the if they are from Themyscira as well. As well, they have to be. <laughs> they have to be designed just for her. They should have. Yeah. They should have broken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No way. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So we see her open the door, and in the door we see this is where she, how she learns of uh, the the story that of how Darkseid. Of who Darkseid is and his previous conquest, which later he she uh, uses it. Um, and then after that, we see Aquaman go for a swim, and he talks to Willem Dafoe, who was cut out completely from this movie, which would have been such a nice like lob for the Aquaman Aquaman movie. Yeah, he was such a great mentor to Aquaman when he was in the Aquaman movie, and I felt like it was disrespectful to not show something that was like a, like yeah, he had his like human dad, but like he also had his like Atlantean dad with Willem Dafoe, and and it'd be nice just to see him kind of nudge Aquaman in the right direction during the Justice League. I think um, so Aquaman he wasn't. At this point, he ha- he had cut off ties with pretty much everyone. I think, right? Like he wasn't he he did he wasn't talking to his father. He wasn't because uh, I think Willem Dafoe says something along the lines of, um, 
like you don't you you find a new place to sleep every night or something like that and so yeah so that's where Aquaman yeah i mean he he was he was just yeah he was just lost and uh also just going back to uh quickly where uh, Gal Gadot was basically learning about the age of heroes that shot of or that um mural of dark side um way more menacing it meant more than in the Joss Whedon coat where we got that Aquaman mural, which, <laughs> which basically was supposed to be the drawing. replacement, which made no sense. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I kind of, I, I did appreciate that. So, I mean, a question for you guys, like what did, what do you guys think about the, the water bubbles or the air bubbles that they, like they form in order to speak with each other? Because in the Aquaman movie, they just, speak to each other without them i mean i didn't hate it but like seeing how they can speak to each other underwater i didn't see how it was it was necessary i think that i think because it's not the aquaman movie and it's the justice league movie i think it works fine like like okay so we know maybe that's how they speak underwater to each other but to us it would sound like dolphins and dolphin talk which i think is pretty cool and in Aquaman, it's fine that they just sound like humans because we're in Aquaman's world, and we're like, it's uh, we're not going to be hearing clicks, and we don't we don't need that. And um, so yeah, so when they use the the bubbles, I don't, I guess it it's pretty unnecessary you know, <laughs> since they can yeah, talk. Yeah, I mean, them. but like you said, it works. Yeah, it 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 basically can just go. It's basically us. Like we can yeah. make that. Uh, it, it works fine. But I remember um, when they were filming, they were they were seeing how they were gonna make this work, and I guess this was just like the test run, because then in the Aquaman movie, they were still trying to figure out how they were gonna make it work. Yeah. Um. And so the next scene is Steph- Steppenwolf calls the sod. A character that I did not know was going to be in this movie, <laughs> and it's pretty. I f- yeah, yeah. I, f- I feel so bad for Steppenwolf. <laughs> he's just he's he's just trying to get home. Like you really fell for him, and I guess that also. I do Zuko. Is such a it, exactly. <laughs> I guess it's a plus too because with the other Steppenwolf we had, we we did not empathize with him in any way. No, I. You know, he didn't. I didn't care for him at all. There was no backstory to him. It was. It just made no sense. But Steppenwolf is just trying to go home. He's trying to um, correct his actions and doing whatever he can to have Darkseid's approval. And Dasad, who was just horrible to him, was just. But I think I think it's funny. Him, I like the relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he told him, "You still owe the Great One fifty thousand more worlds." So. <laughs> Dude, dude, just couldn't catch a break. I don't, I don't remember if I heard it right, but did he? Did step? What did Steppenwolf have a hundred thousand before, and he needed fifty thousand more? Yes. Okay. All right. That's what I thought. So it was only it was almost there. It's <laughs> fifty thousand more, bro. That takes a toll on your body. <laughs> All right, and then um. After this, uh, Wonder Woman uh, tells the story 
of Dark Side. So we see the Age of Heroes, the 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 actual story of how Dark Side was defeated before by by the heroes and and we see some new scenes that we didn't see before and especially since now it's dark side and not steppenwolf which was probably i don't i'm okay i'm i'll I'll still say nightmare is my favorite scene in the movie but this is (laughs) very cool it's a good second because it was like freaking amazing i i wish this would have been longer and honestly, I did not need Wonder Woman's narr like her narrating. I I don't know. I didn't well, I, need. I kind of like that. I mean, like it's like it's supposed to be a flashback, so it kind of like says right. No, it makes that. sense. It makes perfect sense. But I'm just like I want to hear them fight. I want to hear this feel like we're in this. But anyway, that I guess that's just um, seeing Darkseid fight against everybody. Yeah, was insane and and. Uh, seeing um zeus and everybody Ares. But, like yeah exactly the cool aries not the old man aries the, the real aries <laughs> that should have been the aries for wonder woman yes that's another, that's another podcast another time. <laughs> um i still don't know what the atlanteans are doing on our online but yeah <laughs> I mean, it's only come if they're like okay if the earthlings can't help it they'll like eventually try to invade atlantis I guess they are stronger than humans, so I guess that's something. That too, dude. And he, he almost caught the ring. The ring? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I, I don't. I don't think that he almost caught it. I think, like, even the if he would have was... caught it, the ring didn't call out to him, so it wouldn't have worked. I mean, if he, he literally was about to grab it, yeah, he could grab it. Back. He could put it on, but it won't do anything for him. I think that's calling out. If a thing just yeah. appears in front of you, for it's like, hey, take me. I'm I'm here for the taking. Like, just put me on. But the 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 ring is against evil. Is it? In blackest day, sure, and bright, but it was still night, it was... no evil shall escape my sight. But all who worship evil's might. <laughs> Beware my power, Green Lantern's light. My dude had. Sinestro oh had God. one, so I don't I don't think you have to be necessarily good or evil to not like you like it could be anybody, I feel like if it Okay. Um and then we continue to the third part. Beloved mother, beloved son. Here we see uh we, we see the flash. Uh, he's going on a job interview at a dog <laughs> at a dog uh a vet place, I guess. Um, and he 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 no, says, I think, I think it's just like a little pet shop. A pet shop, yeah. What'd you guys think? Yeah. I like uh... when the broke off when he turned immediately, but like that doesn't explain why the rest of his clothes didn't break off as well. True, I agree. Well, I, mean... like, I yeah, I I like the, I like the shoes thing a lot too. Um, even though in like the 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 footage that Batman has, like the Flash used his powers and he was fine, he had his shoes. But uh, <laughs> um, I think that it's a little forced. Too many things go wrong, <laughs> and yeah. like nobody knows how to drive. <laughs> like who's driving a an eighteen wheeler and is not looking at the street and trying to pick up a burger? The other person's trying to turn on their car and just locked in stare somebody else it's a little ridiculous <laughs> but 
It was, and then, and then the the hot dog thing. What was that? <laughs> I don't. That's and the music didn't. Help. I don't know. The, I mean, the, he does have a fast the, metabolism. The, He's like a snack for later. But it wasn't for him. <laughs> like he was using it for the dogs. I think. I think this. I think the scene could have worked better. They yeah, could have done. Yeah. It could have been more simple. Yeah. They didn't have to do all these extra things, especially with with the hot dog and <laughs> i don't know i, I don't did know. Like, it, it was it was a, it was an okay scene i did like how the flash like he's moving so quickly that he has to be kind of gentle with iris as he's bringing her down and out of like i did like that like the attention to detail small detail all right and then uh after this uh steppenwolf interrogates uh kidnapped atlanteans to try to find the location of the mother box that they hid. Um, this scene was completely cut out, and it, I, it's pretty cool. And they did the whole like Megatron looking into your brain. <laughs> with the, I, I yeah, I, I, think, I love this scene. Yeah. I love. I did like that 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 little weapon that he had to to be able to see other people's like memories, to kind of like focus his search his search for um the mother boxes. Like extract extract the truth from them, but I also liked at the beginning of the scene we see the parademons just coming out of the water and, and grabbing the Atlantean uh, bodies like by their yeah um, by their fits or what I mean it was such an cr- incredible shot. And then um, for, so for the next one I wrote Lois Depresso because <laughs> <laughs> my notes. Um, <laughs> Throughout this whole movie, she's like really depressed that Superman's dead, and unlike the other one where she, where she's at work and she's doing fluff pieces, here she's not at work. She's trying to fig- find herself at home. She can't go to work, so she's very much more depressed here. It makes it's more realistic if we're being honest, because like nobody from losing like their like spouse like just goes back to work and acts like everything's fine, just doing like. Like, I, she was really in love with Superman, and that shows from her. I like to want to be anywhere. Yeah, and then we see we we get the cyborg backstory, <laughs> all those trailers, all those teases, that, and then during the movie we don't see it at all. But here we get it. We we finally see how cyborg became cyborg. Oh God, I was so happy to see that because I'm like, finally we get to see the football game. Yeah. Um, it was his mom. Like that's like his whole thing. Like it's just it's like his mom, and then like him not having like no connection with his dad. Like that mm-hmm. just it's like that's that's like taking away the scene where like Bruce's parents like die in like the alleyway. Like you can't. It's so integral to to Cyborg. Mm-hmm. Just take it away. Did I mean like in in my mind they probably think like oh Cyborg's not that important. Like, yeah. Not, oh well, no. So like we can do that. Yeah. But, no. And it's like it's like you 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 know his you know the pain that he's feeling because when he scores that touchdown and whatever wins the game you kind of see it in his face <laughs> like he you know he's just he destroyed. really wants his dad to be yeah he, he wants you his really dad to be there empty seat. so <laughs> so it's like for them to cut all this out and just give us a depressed and angry cyborg 
it makes the character a bit not likable. Like in my case, I didn't. You I have no reason to like sympathize for the dude because exactly, I I did not like Cyborg at all in the Whedon cut because he had he there was nothing to him. But watching this scenes, especially in that car ride when he says, you know, he tells his mom, you know, you do what you can. You know, you have so much to do, but you, you're still there for me. And, mm-hmm. you know, why can't he do the same? And then, you know, they, his, his, his mom, he dies, his mom dies. And, you know, it's it just, it's such a great scene because Cyborg is an amazing character. And he has all this tragedy and he deals with so much conflict in his head. And watching that unfold in, in, in these scenes were, were just amazing because they, just give the character much more substance. Yeah. And then right after this, we see uh, Silas leave Cyborg a tape recorder. And on that tape recorder, he, he he's telling him all the all that he's capable of now that he is Cyborg. And this these scenes were so cool. I really like the the scene where the when they show how he's able to control the economy and it's like the bear and the bull fighting and it's and the they show that like my dude can literally end the world if it just felt like it but he decides to help this family this probably a single mother that's like trying to make ends meet and and he just like gives her like a whole a whole stack like a couple of stacks in her account bunch of stimmies <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's in control of the nuclear arsenal. Yeah, I mean, but that, that's what's amazing. He has so much power, but he still has, he's still such, he's just such a good person. <laughs> so, again. Like, he still has, you. like, it's like, my dude's like, what, like, 5% like human flesh, and he still maintains his humanity. Exactly. To, 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 to even, like, freaking eat like some food and pay the bills yeah like that silas tells him kind of like uh it'll be easy for you to manipulate everything the the issue will be not doing it and i really like that and then on the next scene we we see flash uh meet uh see his father he took out so many scenes from the justice league from the joss whedon version um like the the googly eyes that he draws on that dude, good. good. <laughs> the pointless uh, officer pressing the button on his phone that meant nothing. <laughs> like I don't know, I don't know what that was supposed to mean. There was a lot of mistakes in that the, in the Sweden cup, but you know, Sweden, <laughs> Sweden, <laughs> Sweden. Yeah, I'm calling it Sweden. I don't want to. I don't think they own it. They don't. They're not gonna own it. Sweden. Yeah. But I this scene this scene is so good because it just lets it lets this moment breathe. Yeah. And and there's so many scenes in this movie where it lets the mo- where we saw that in the Whedon cut he puts so Sweden. much Yeah, he, he puts so much uh jokes, so banter that's unnecessary. And in this moment he's seeing his father who's in prison for killing his mother, um, which obviously didn't happen, but in this state, you would see Barry Allen crushed, you know, just, mm-hmm. just sad and angry. And we that's what we anything. see here. But, you know, in the Whedon Co., we don't really appreciate how serious this moment is because of all the banter and mm-hmm. the, I don't know. Oh. They try to use him as a comic relief. Yeah. You know? they, I feel like most, like, every character has more or less their moment to, like, try to make 
trying to make light of certain situations, but like to have one character do it, even when they're going through like their their own struggles, it's kind of. I don't think it balances out well because then it makes the other characters seem unrealistic. But they all have their their struggles that we get to see, and it makes them more human. Then right after this, um, he goes to his apartment or not his apartment, some back alley <laughs> railroad side thing his, where he his lives. Layer, <laughs> his layer. And uh, Bruce Wayne is in there, and he and Bruce Wayne tries to recruit him. Well, not tries. It was very super easy recruitment of the Flash. It didn't take much. No. <laughs> I I wonder he he was he was alone with the the lights off for like you think he was there for like two hours or like an hour. He was probably playing bat phone. You really think that's uh that's the Flash's chair? <laughs> like did like did he bring that chair in especially for him? I want to be comfortable if I'm going to be sitting in the dark for two hours. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. No, because that that Barry said that was his second favorite chair. And it took out the brunch joke. Okay, okay. Okay, let me let me talk about this. The, the brunch <laughs> joke. The brunch again, unnecessary. It was un. It makes you cringe. It made me cringe. Like the the forced humor is not my kind of thing. Like transitioning over to Marvel. Like obviously, th- th- it's basically all comedy. Mm-hmm. But they have the right actors and they yeah. do it the right way. Yeah, so that's it, the it, thing. It, they it's use the situation the to their. Fast. exactly like it it, I, it makes sense you understand why they, they put this in here okay like clearly dc wanted to go in that uh in that format where you know despite you know ju- they just wanted to put whatever they could to make people laugh which they absolutely failed because the brunch joke was not funny it made <laughs> no sense it, but then again it, it was that comedic relief that they wanted which was unnecessary and it's just not the kind of humor that I personally don't appreciate. Again, in this in this movie, I still I'm still not a hundred percent with Ezra Miller as a Flash, so I really wasn't laughing at his jokes Blonde or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> his jokes were just they didn't hit for me, and yeah. that's just a personal thing. But they limited. I think, I think that brunch joke is. The only point that brunch joke has is for that deleted end scene credit where uh, they they try to race each other, Superman and the Flash. That's the only point for that brunch joke. And since that scene was deleted, I think that he Zack Snyder was like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna use that at all." <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's just. And then after this, we see. Uh, what is it, Alfred? He goes. Alfred is lecturing Wonder Woman about how to how to make tea. And I thought that was that was kind of fun to see. It's a nice break. Yeah. You see, like that's not forced. That's something that Alfred would would take into consideration when making tea. And like, it's 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 how do I say this? It's appropriate. Yeah, it's a. That's exactly it. Because my dude, it's like he gets paid to make tea. this is this is his thing i wonder how alfred gets paid who knows he probably has a 401k they probably they probably share the bank account 
at this point. Um. So the well, like if like if Bruce dies, it probably goes to him. Yeah. So Alfred is here after after this that whole tea scene. Alfred is working on Batman gauntlets, but he mentions that they were Bruce Wayne's idea. Um. So I I do appreciate that they gave credit to Bruce Wayne. Alfred is working on it because you know he's 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 very capable person but you know his the ingenuity came from bruce wayne and he is a superhero so he needs to have that um i think but he's working on gauntlets that uh vibrate that are meant to withstand kryptonian weapons which makes sense for the the upcoming like what's coming they need to be prepared yeah, I totally agree. I, I really like that point because in Dawn of Justice and in the Snyder Cut 2, we see Alfred working on a lot of Batman's things. So I like that Zack Snyder kind of went out of the way to let us know that, listen, Alfred is just a mechanic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Batman, he's he's the mind behind all of this. So just letting the audience know that, you know, it's it's Bruce um, creating all these uh weapons and all this armor but you know but they're, they're workmates so I, that, that 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 was actually a very good detail to point out because it was it was necessary i think for everyone to know yeah and then after this uh wonder woman it's a it's a different so as soon as wonder woman starts looking for cyborg she gets a message from cyborg uh saying to meet at a specific location and you up yeah <laughs> yeah i think uh i really like this scene because she this is where she says you know i know you have these gifts or whatever you know whatever and he's like gifts like you think this is a gift so again you, you see cyborg's conflict and very his misery angry. yeah he's, he's very angry uh, so i guess this is a good time to point out I'm not a fan of Cyborg's design. The they, seat... they, that's right, right? Like, they didn't, like, in the Justice League version, and the other one, I keep saying the Justice League version, the other one, um, they changed it at the very end, like, the design. This one, they never do, I don't think. No, yeah, like, at the end, he's pretty much... Uh... He, he's kind of very skeletal, like, 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 it's not really... Like there's a lot of gaps. Yeah, it's broken up. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The the CG the CGI perfect. is kind of eh, like uh, I don't know. I got like a terminator vibe mm-hmm. like, I see it. And okay, so Silas gets abducted by parademons. Um and then Gordon turns on the bat signal because uh th- they want to find out if like what People are thinking that Batman is the that there is the one cat kidnapping people, and uh, Gordon wants to hear it from the horse's mouth, I guess. Um, so and then we see Steppenwolf take the second mother box, he goes to he goes to Atlantis. Well, not Atlantis, right? This is just a stronghold, um, where they have the second mother box, right. Um, and Aquaman comes in looking like Water Jesus. <laughs> Aqua Jesus. <laughs> Aqua Jesus. 
Um, I really like Mira in the in these scenes. They they gave her. She's more cunning. She's yeah. Very much more like quick on her feet in this movie. Uh, which I think puts a lot of respect on her name because she's she's also a capable fighter in like the comics. She's not like a damsel in this, but she knows what she's doing. Yeah. When she's when she's taking out Steppenwolf's fluids. That's so cool. Oh my goodness. That was incredible. <laughs> I was so in yo, I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> that, she like, probably could have. That's how an Atlantean or that's that's how you use her you know, that's how you use your powers, go all out, and that's exactly what she did. So Mara was amazing. She, she Except so, for her she accent. Was, she was she was good. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, like, she knew, like, this threat was, like, she had to bring out her, her big guns because, like, the fact that it was such an intense fight. She's like, I need to do, like, the the last resort move to win this fight. Yeah, so Aquaman is pretty pretty unprepared for this fight. He, he, he does his best, I guess, but he still hasn't had his movie <laughs> or, he, or he becomes the king of Atlantis, so he's not very powerful in this movie. And uh, Steppenwolf takes the box. Um, he connects it. He takes it back to, to to I don't know if it is Russia anymore. It's just a nuclear power plant. Um, and he connects it, which makes the the barrier. And he talks to Steppenwolf for a second time. And Steppenwolf is like, uh, conquer this world. And that, and then we get to the fourth part. Which is called the Change Machine. Here, uh, Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Cyborg—they go and they meet up with Gordon, who's who had turned on the light. The banter isn't—I um, I think it's more appropriate than it was. It, it was less jokey. It was more serious. I mean, it was kind of funny when everybody left and the Flash was sold there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, like, he's, like he's the one. To... Yeah, he's the one. He's the fastest one. He's the last one there. Right. I mean, I don't know that that one specifically. It didn't hit. It didn't hit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm so negative. I'm so negative. It, it didn't. But I guess that's just a personal that's, thing. It's just not it's my because you love the Flash so much. You want to see him done well. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're just making excuses for, the <laughs> for my negativity, <laughs> my bad vibes. So yeah, so after that, they team up to to fight Steppenwolf under Gotham Harbor, and rescue the hostages that they have. Um, this scene is uh, amazing all around. Amazing, I think yeah. <laughs> um, from the very beginning. Well, they took out the scene where Batman is trying to convince. The Flash, or the Flash is like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I only push people and run away. Um, yeah. Oh my god, he so, seems so pathetic. And, yeah. And... They make him more capable. capable. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. He, he's capable. He's on, he doesn't. He, he doesn't need to be told what to be, do. Yeah. He should know what he's. He's he, like the hero comes from within you. You shouldn't be told to be a hero. <laughs> so, Dude, yeah. but Wonder Woman. Like holding her own with against Steppenwolf, like she's that... always taking the brunt of the fight. Well, she has to. There's no Superman. Yeah, <laughs> she is. She was just like fantastic. Like she, 
the action was incredible. Like, um, Mikaz, I know you like you you really appreciated the scene where Flash was you know saving everybody oh, when yeah. that's awesome. Like in the air. Oh, when the like bubble. The, the when the Vox were falling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. because oh my god, like you see, you only get really quick glimpses, and like if you really want to see every position he's in, you have to like at least like slow mo it or like rewatch it like twice. But you see, like even like an instance where he's standing to debate what move he should do next because he's he's well, he's that fast that he's able to analyze like where each debris should fall in order to save the people that they're fa- like he's he, he's he 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 is more capable because he has the time to be capable. Like they show that it's it's a, a time thing, not just like oh he just runs fast. And my poor Batman. <laughs> he, this wasn't his time to shine at all. <laughs> well, I mean, he started off pretty strong, but yeah, when he was getting the crap beaten out of him. <laughs> but I think it was more impressive than than the other one. Like he put up more fight. <laughs> you have to remember though, like he is the only human. Like he's doing everything with. He's the only one doing anything without superpowers, and I think that's impressive on its own. Yeah, exactly. I mean, credit to credit to him. Credit to a man for fighting supernatural beings. Yeah, yeah, because I know I can't. <laughs> I would like to think I can. <laughs> Dude, no, that that shot, that shot where that shot where Batman is absorbing yeah. the uh, shots from the Parademons with his gauntlet. That was incredible. Yeah. And the night, what was it? The Nightcrawler. Yeah. Um. So th- one point. I really like when so he's in the nightcrawler. It gets destroyed by Steppenwolf. It falls to the bottom. Um, Cyborg comes in. Oh, they, uh, like they mention that everything was completely dead. In the other one, not, like things were still kind of working on, but Cyborg comes in and from completely dead, he reawakens the nightcrawler, which I thought was pretty cool. Like. I- I think it like even shows like that's just like a prelude to like what he's able to do with like with well, what we've seen at the end with the mother boxes, but like that he can he can create something out of nothing. Mm-hmm. And um, they did the scene. I think is pretty funny that like the Flash had he when he landed on Wonder Woman. <laughs> But it wasn't really her because she didn't want him on him. <laughs> like it wasn't Gal Gadot. I I think that was the story, <laughs> but that's completely taken yeah. out. Yeah, that was because I don't know, man. Again, it's that kind of humor that <clears throat> that weird humor that Joss Whedon likes because there's similar scenes like this in Avengers when um, Black Widow lands on on Hulk mm. or Mark Ruffalo, exactly the same position. Mm. So. This kind of humor is something that Gal Gadot, 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 Gadot. <laughs> that's something that's some humor that she didn't appreciate, and she didn't, and rightfully so because it was unnecessary. I think many people didn't appreciate, like many of the actors didn't appreciate Joss Whedon's changes. <laughs> no, no one liked it, man. No, no one likes you. <laughs> um, it was too. I feel like it was a little too goofy for like the the atmosphere of the movie. And then. Uh, so Steppenwolf's leave from this scene is different in that he kind of just leaves. <laughs> he doesn't say anything. The other one, he's like, 
primitive humans or something like that. And and then he blows a hole and and then uh, leaves through the hole. Here he uses the boombox to 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 leave. And then we see Aquaman come and do something. <laughs> he did something. <laughs> yeah, he did what he did. <laughs> I guess he's like he's in uh he's still trying to figure himself out. Um, and that ends that scene, and we go to. Um, Aquaman, yeah, he shows up, and then uh, the mother box calls Steppenwolf back to the um, the nuclear plant, and they show him that the anti anti life equation is is here on this planet Earth. Um, Cyborg grabs the the mother box that he 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 buried, and. And then Steppenwolf calls Desaad. And he explains to him that the anti-life equation is on the Earth. And this is where we see the big reveal of Darkseid. Yes. That I, I love I love this scene because he, he um I guess you kind of could see the respect. I mean, obviously, respect for Darkseid. All the power demons are bowing down, even Steppenwolf's uh armor starts um he's like, kind of like i don't like what's going on <laughs> he's looking around yeah exactly yeah exactly and um you i i just love the way dark side is like speaking um he basically saying that you know i will find those who robbed me of my glory mm-hmm. i'll put a stride in their bones and all of existence shall be mine and like it, it was just i don't know i felt goosebumps yeah just hearing him talk and just actually just seeing him in this movie. yeah just to see him in live action is, is amazing i don't know man it was such a good scene <laughs> i i was wondering if uh steppenwolf was going to completely take off his armor because he kept taking i know a i was bit. like <laughs> i wasn't i wasn't ready for that <laughs> i wasn't ready for that but a uh, uh, small appreciation for um how adorable steppenwolf is. <laughs> what do you think of the way they communicate like how it's like a like like it's melting rock. yeah the rock yeah, is like I mean, melting like what do you think about that it it's it's alien like it's alien type communication right it's something that we can't understand yeah. that something we shouldn't understand so i thought it was neat you can get a you, can, you really can get away with stuff like this it's very artsy it's, exactly so i appreciate it yeah um then after this conversation uh he uh he tells steppenwolf that he's this is that that he he'll come for the anti-life. So Steppenwolf is even more excited because now he knows that Darkseid is going to come to this planet. So he's going to have a chance to to see him again. His innocence. To redeem himself. Redeem himself. Yes. Um. After this, uh, the team they discuss whether uh, uh well, Cyborg brings up the possibility of what the the mother box is capable of and they start talking about bringing back superman and i really like that the flash is the first like i don't understand the other movie because the other movie everyone's reluctant and batman's kind of like the only <laughs> one that's like we should, we have to bring him back and the flash is like pet cemetery no but here it, he's the one that's like we have to bring him back and aquaman is the only one that's like a little reluctant 
And and in this scene, we don't see Batman acting like a jerk and an asshole. Yeah, just freaking so Wonder Woman <laughs> telling telling Wonder Woman, you know, your dead boyfriend or whatever. Which rightfully, you know, she needs to get over it. It's been two movies, but she never mentioned that once in this movie. <laughs> yeah, no, but that, like, I don't think she's like ever really like made it like a whole ordeal where she's like, oh, like I can't do this. Like she, I think at that point she's over it. She should be. She, he died twice. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to move on, man. But I, I love this scene because, like you said, nobody is arguing. Yeah. Nobody is like just acting like children and Aquaman. I, do you remember in the uh, in the uh, Joss Whedon version? He he like steals something from from Bruce Wayne. Like he just oh, takes yeah. something. But then I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Why she just robbed him, man? There's, there's none of that. Yeah. There's none of you know. Again, the, uh, but and then they all just gather around, and then Cyborg pretty much creates that um, hologram of of Superman, and everybody's just looking, and they just know what they need to do. Yeah. And Superman's cape, and then and just flow, and then it cuts to uh, to Lois. We see um, we see Martha come visit Lois. Uh, and tell her to kind of like move on <laughs> uh, that the world still needs Lois and then she leaves the apartment and we find out that Martha is actually Martian Manhunter which is um, what's his name? Ron Swanson <laughs> <laughs> Ron Swanson <laughs> General um, Swanwick Swanwick <laughs> yeah. yeah so our first um, reveal of Martian Manhunter um I mean, I, you know what, M- Mikael, yeah, I want I want to hear your opinion because you, you had a lot to say. I felt conflicted because like, like this dude, <laughs> Martian Man. Nah, yeah, it's true. Because Martian right. Man has been watching from the sidelines for so long, and he felt that the greatest contribution he can do to to the impending invasion from Darkseid and Stephen Wolf is to give a little pep talk to Lois Lane. <clears throat> I feel like it's an invasion of privacy because, like, how did <laughs> how did how did he know that uh, Martha was visiting? <laughs> like that, their connection with I mean, Martha. He, is, he does work for like the government and the NSA spying on us. Yeah, they do know but everything. I think I don't know. It, I, I don't know how I felt about this reveal. Like, I honestly forced. would have preferred. Yeah, exactly, it did feel forced. I honestly would have preferred the reveal to come at the end, like at the end, yeah. as it does, because the conversation between Lois so and Martha, weird. <laughs> it's uh, it's weird, it's but intimate. it's kind of deep. Yeah. It's, it's very so, intimate. It's, it's intimate. deep. You see, like you see that if it was so intimate, it would have made sense for them to like at least show like him low key invading her thoughts. Yeah, so it caught it caught me out of left field because. I was all in for it. I was like, man, you know, this kind of, this scene is kind of powerful because Martha, she lost her son and she's just saying, listen, you have to move on. You have a life too. So it, it was kind of like, man, that's nice of her. But then she freaking transformed into Martian Manhunter and that's not her. So I, I'm just thinking about the consequences of this. Yeah, and I, like, I want to hear the conversation. Maybe, maybe, maybe like <laughs> Lois is like, text Martha and is like, yeah. oh, you know, thank you. Thank you for coming. That was such a, that was like, such a great talk. Who, who are you talking to? <laughs> Are you on drugs? <laughs> you like, what? Are you fancy? So forced might be the correct description for this scene. 
it kind of takes away the weight from the connection that could have been made exactly Martha and Lois. So it's it's it's. It, I I I'm not disappointed <laughs> by his appearance, but I'm not thrilled by it either. I'm conflicted. Yeah. So then uh, after that, we go back to the team, and they pretty much resolve to bring back Superman. Um, and it's it's pretty much unanimous. Uh, they all they all agree, and Aquaman pr- is the only one that kind of has reservations. But that's that's they're ag- in agreement. And then we um we go to part five, all the king's horses. Um, uh, we start with Wonder Woman, Aquaman. They're in the truck waiting for Cyborg and Flash to dig up, dig up Superman, and all that. Oh man, all that banter between Cyborg and the Flash. I'm glad they cut that out because that, that was so cringeworthy. You know, you'd think the Flash would like dig Superman out as quick as possible. <laughs> I mean, I, I think they mention it. They say like, you know, we could do this really fast. <laughs> it still doesn't make sense for me. I felt like that that scene. And then I like um, the conversation with, I think that's more interesting to me, the conversation between Aquaman and Wonder Woman, because it's like definitely the, the Atlantean and the and the Amazon, because they hate each other. Well, their people hate each other, so they're getting along. But they're breaking barriers, you know? Yeah. They're progressive. <laughs> no racially charged jokes. <laughs> <laughs> And now uh, we go to Alfred questioning uh, Bruce Bruce Wayne's intentions, and I don't know how I feel about all this, like the, the his Bruce's intentions because he starts. I mean, he doesn't say hope. What he says is faith. <laughs> like it, it would make sense. Like like he's like leaning more towards Superman, but now he's working off of faith, and and I don't know. <laughs> That's not Batman to me. I need him to be I, younger and more um, <laughs> broken. Uh, not broken, but like just very jaded <laughs> in the corner, <laughs> quiet. Well, that's why. That's like why you're getting focused. That's why you're getting Robert Pattinson. Mm, we'll see. <laughs> okay. Anyway, no, I liked. I like this scene. I liked when Alfred is pretty much saying, you know, you can't bring down the charging bull. <laughs> While waving the red cape at it. And he was like, "It's this is not just some regular, you know, cape. It's it's Superman." So, I I really like Alfred. Yeah, they're com- like you know they're... the conversations are meaningful. Yeah, he's just providing a different perspective for Bruce because mm-hmm. yes, that uh, he needs to know that there's other ways to to view a situation just than than his eyes. And then uh, we get to them breaking into Star Labs uh, to try to resurrect Superman. I like the the little banter before um, with Aquaman and Barry, where <laughs> where he's like, "Which hat should I put on?" <laughs> I don't know. I thought I thought that was I liked it. I like the Aquaman seriousness. Um, but then. Uh, we uh, as they try to break in, Silas is the only one that that kind of like sees something's going wrong, uh, that like and calls their bluff. And th- but then at the end, he realizes that his son is trying to do something, and that his son has friends. So <laughs> let him <laughs> let him hang out with his friends. <laughs> so Lois Lane 
we cut to and we see um, that she's trust. Uh, she's pretty much getting over her depression. And we see a little shot <laughs> of a pregnancy test, which is, I think, leading up to something else in the future. Um, which uh, Zack Snyder confirmed that it was going to be uh, the next Batman. What was going to be the next Batman? Superman's son. He was going to be the next Batman, a, a half Kryptonian. Yes. What? That's what he. That's what he said. He um. He was going to be the next Batman. I'd like to see <laughs> that. That sounds interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So, uh, then Cyborg, as he's about to tell Flash to to go, as he's doing the countdown, he gets a, a vision from the from the ship or from the mother box, uh, showing a future where they, the 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 mother box are connected and it explodes and destroys the world and dark side kind of takes over <clears throat> i thought that was cool um but and so as soon as he he sees it he says no and but <laughs> but the flash doesn't uh understand or he mishears him and he thinks go and he he goes for it anyway and uh, he brings um, he cut he, he uses the speed force to charge up the mother box, and and then we see a little bit a little snippet of him reversing time, which was pretty cool. Yes, um, I I want to go back to um, cyborgs vision what, what visions, um, like you see freaking Wonder Woman. I don't know if she was gonna be cremated, but it was like her funeral, I guess. Yeah, but her funeral, and it, you know her mother was watching he was dark side you saw dark side in his uh ship up above watching this uh unfold and the really amazonians are, wit- are witnessing yeah. uh <laughs> wonder woman's uh death and he's in freaking atlantis penetrating <laughs> the uh the the little pitchfork through aquaman and you see the freaking omega beam yeah and the th- shot with uh, Superman holding the- a corpse, which is supposed supposed to be uh, Lois Lane, and they're in the Batcave. Um, I saw this. I saw this like in the second viewing because uh, I saw like Jason Todd's. Oh, I mean Dick Grayson, Robin. <laughs> you wish suit. I know I do. <laughs> in-, in the back, so it's pretty sick. I'm like, what the hell are they doing there? So, it. I I I really like seeing those little visions. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so they managed to bring back Superman, um, but he's a little out of it. He doesn't, I, he, like, he's not, he's not, he doesn't know what he's doing. Like, I don't think he knows what he's doing. He's just attacking because, uh, out of instinct, I guess, because Cyborg kind of just shoots him. I don't know where. So, it's understandable because, like, when you wake up, like, you don't want to be. <laughs> I can like, agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> like, Superman was just tight. He just didn't get to vest in peace. <laughs> um, but he doesn't say any of those cheesy lines. Doesn't call out Batman. <laughs> Do you bleed? <laughs> um. Uh, but yeah, he sees uh, uh Lois returns. Lois comes and uh, he leaves with Lois. Um, then the uh, Silas he he when Superman jump uh, transported out of 
out of the the Genesis chamber, the mother box uh, fell next to Silas, and Silas brought it to a location underground where he supercharged it, and he kind of Doctor Manhattan. <laughs> he um he he disintegrated, uh, so he died, and with Cyborg in front of him, which was. But he did a like like I thought that was kind of like super. I mean, like he wasn't like he was he wasn't there for his son, and I felt like although he wasn't there for his son, this kind of it shows that he was like he still loved him and he was trying to help him in his own. I think that was a better <laughs> Jonathan Kent moment. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was just. He really, he really didn't want Superman to to powers. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, hearing Jor El and hearing Jonathan Kent, um, just give him the advice, give him that push he needs. It was, it, it was really nice. I mean, it was such a solid scene. Can we also appreciate <clears throat> Superman's face looking normal? Oh yes, of course. There's no um. No CGI mustache. All those scenes were gone. They, they, he didn't use any of them. And and you were uh, you were afraid that we were going to see that, right? Oh my god, that first scene traumatizing. Like, why was that, was that so the first bad. scene? Found so footage bad. on a cell phone. It's like, with the dude, CGI I mustache. feel like I feel like he did it on purpose. It's like he knows this looks terrible. So you know what? Let's put what most what looks hor- the, like the most horrible thing in the movie. Let's just put that right in front of their faces. In the beginning to let them know what they're into it's yeah. it was torture yeah it was um so yeah so silas he he, he does he he's gone and steppenwolf takes the mother box uh and then we get into part six something darker so superman and lois they go back to the farm um the team goes back to the bat cave uh, Superman uh, reunites. Martha comes to see Superman, and and Superman right there. He's like, uh, they brought me back for a reason. I have to go help them. And right there already is a better Superman. Yes, I agree. Um, and I like that uh, Batman tells Wonder Woman uh, in the Batcave about the nightmare scene, like. So he knows that something something's wrong, something's off, and he's not staying with it. Like he's he's being a good member of a team. Um, and we get the uh, we get the uh, iconic line: um, "He can't stop us, not us united." Yeah. Cyborg uh, is the one that fixes the troop carrier. I'm not sure if Cyborg touched the troop carrier at all in the Joss Whedon version. Because throughout the whole movie, like um, everyone is saying that like something's off with the ship, like it's not, it, it, it's missing something. And then as soon as Cyborg comes in and sees it for the first time, he's like, it wants to fly. Um, but yeah, so I, I think that's cool. Like uh, he he offers his services, and and I guess <laughs> he 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 does something that Batman wasn't able to fix. Then we see Steppenwolf unite the mother boxes. Uh, then, then we see Superman walk. He's <laughs> he takes a sweet time <laughs> getting to the fight. 
he's he's he goes back to the the his the Superman ship and or the Kryptonian ship and uh, he, we hear um, both Jarrell and Jonathan Kent um, as he goes and picks <laughs> slowly picks which suit he's gonna take into battle, which is the black suit. I mean, they gotta they gotta suit the mood. <laughs> we finally see the black suit. It's I would have preferred maybe no cape, <laughs> um, like like in the comics and everything. Yeah, but like I don't know. I I feel it, I don't know. I feel different about it because like the black suit looks amazing on him. Obviously, mm-hmm. it, it wouldn't look bad. But I I didn't really. I I don't mind him being in his regular suit. I I, I like it. Look, I think it looks perfectly fine. But I was like, if you guys are gonna go with the black suit, just go all out. Give him the mullet. Yeah. No cape. Just go all out. But then again. <laughs> the it, it doesn't really match with anything that happens in the comic because right. he gets defeated by Doomsday and the reason why he needs a suit is to give him the solar energy. Yeah. If I'm correct. Yeah. Um because he basically doesn't have any powers. Yeah. So nothing really relates to the comics. So I guess Zack Snyder just was like, I'm just putting this in <laughs> for a little fan service. Like he does. <laughs> so I it was it was neat seeing it. Um but I again I the, the regular suit works perfectly fine. Yeah, sometimes I feel in this movie that the black suit is a little overused because there are some especially, scenes that yeah, it doesn't make the sense. The last scene. Yeah. I think the last scene. If I, I don't know if you're talking about that. Um, they're spread throughout. like So the, the, the scene where he's uh, looking at the... where he's I think when he's holding Lois, he's in a black suit. And in the scene previous, or like the skeleton of Lois, like in the visions, um, right. in the scenes before that, he's floating around in the red suit. So it's like a little back and forth that I don't understand. Um, yeah, I get it. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. So the team, they fight their way to the mother box. Um, we don't see <laughs> Batman isn't suicidal. He's not trying to kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> Like like they're all going like in the direction. The <laughs> they're all it's going an, in the it's direction. an actual plan. Yeah. They're all going in the direction of of the tower, the center tower. <laughs> like Batman's not going off to the left <laughs> to to, <laughs> to kill himself. And which brings me to there the the use of fear is not a thing in this. <laughs> um the 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 parademons don't sense fear, I guess, or it's not important. Uh, the first scene, which I well, the second scene, I guess, with Batman uh, in the Joss Whedon version was, I think, the only thing I pretty much wish would have been in this film <laughs> because I just like how it's filmed and it's very, it's very comic booky. It's very like off this, off the, off of a comic. And but I mean, it wouldn't make sense because I guess Joss Whedon. Um, Zack Snyder wasn't going for the whole fear thing. Would, I, I, yeah. I, you know how I feel about that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, eventually Superman joins in, on, joins in a, after taking another side visit to see Alfred. 
Um, he, he's fine. He had too much time. Yo. And Alfred's like, let's hope you're not too late. Wonder Woman was giving her most. To, and, and this dude's just like, let me pay some some of my respects. Wait, did, did he 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 went he went there to for the for to get the location? Yeah, like he can't. Okay. Okay. But like, like he can't hear, um, a battle going on on Earth. <laughs> yeah, like where did super? Okay, maybe, but maybe but he no, lost like... himself for a couple of minutes, for a couple of hours. <laughs> He's still like slowly he getting into his role of Superman. If it, it, it kind of follows, um, it, it kind of connects because if if Superman can't hear a battle on Earth, then like like it was done, he, he couldn't hear Martha mm-hmm. uh, screaming yeah. when she was a you know <laughs> kidnapped or whatever. So I guess that's the the part of his power where it's kind of not all there. So um they kinda lose this fight and I think I think that's pretty interesting that like um it was so easy for them to win in the Joss Whedon version that I didn't expect them to be like, no, they, they lost, (laughs) they lost. And the flash had to kind of, he had to dig deep and go and touch into the speed force to really turn back time because they show, they show Superman like coming back, (laughs) like all the skin and all the, the body parts coming back in. So he was dead. All these people were gone. And then is this where we get another? No, no, no. We don't. We don't get that. He uh, Flash goes back in time. Well, he gets shot actually. Yeah, he gets shot. This. So, so yeah, he gets shot. And so he, he was unable to, to, to get to Cyborg before, um, the the change machine did what it had to do, and they and lost. Then the, the, and then the portal opens up with Granny Goodness, uh, the Sod, and Dark Side. I love. I can't believe I'm, I'm like saying that. Like we, we saw freaking Wonder Woman, Steppenwolf, Superman, Flash, Cyborg, Granny Goodness, Darkseid, Desaad, all in one scene. Um, I still I, I still think it's kind of weird that Granny Goodness is the only human looking one <laughs> <laughs> on a planet. I mean, but, yeah, but like she kind of is. Like I mean. She's much more yeah, exaggerated. She looks like, huge. Like, she's <laughs> compressed. I mean, like she's very condensed. I think, but like here they try to keep them more realistic. But she did have the same haircut, so yeah. I appreciate that. Um. So, so, so oh, after <laughs> after the Flash uh, turns back time and gets to Cyborg, Cyborg now has has is is tempted. By the mother boxes as he's trying to separate them and uh and i th- i think this is really cool because it's like because he's wearing pretty much the creation of the mother box and now the mother box is trying to get him to do his bidding but because it's cyborg and he's still who he is um is it victor Victor, yeah, Stone. Victor Stone. He's still Victor Stone. That's the human side of him. That's like no, and he pretty much is the deciding factor of them winning. Um, 
And then we get the really gruesome scene after <laughs> after yes. that, where Aquaman impales Steppenwolf, and then Superman punches him <laughs> towards um, the portal, and then Wonder Woman decapitates him. Oh my God! And then as soon as he, as soon as his head gets through the 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 portal, Darkseid crushes his head with his foot. <laughs> that poor man. And that's and that's the Darkseid moment right there. <laughs> that's the end of Steppenwolf. I expected nothing less. I expected nothing less from from it, it was just it was just perfect because yeah. because Superman did not do all the work. Everybody was useful. You know, yeah. The, the the deciding factor ended with Cyborg. If he wanted to um, follow his feelings, the the little bit of feelings he has left, or you know, um, follow yeah, the mother boxes, Flash turning back time, Superman. You know, everybody played a part, and it all made yeah. sense. It, it it worked perfectly, and man, that ending was, it just was, you know. The the cherry on top. There's still hope for the Flash movie. Um, yes. um. So yeah. So Darkseid prepares to invade Earth on his own, which would have been what was be would have been the continuation of. It could still be. It could still be. <laughs> um, and then we see the Justice League standing heroically. We don't get a booyah from Cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> But I I feel like it's a trade off. Either you get the booyah or you get some respect on his name with the yeah. character development. Did, and honestly, did you guys uh, did you guys notice um, Kilowog? Oh yes, he was. I, I forgot. I, I, laid out. I, I, to- <laughs> I totally forgot to mention that. Like when uh, Cyborg was having those visions, dude was laid out in front of <laughs> Superman. That was neat. Yeah. All right. So uh, now we're at the end. The very end, epilogue, a father twice over. So here we see Cyborg. Here's uh, he re- he had broken the tape that his father left him at the part where he was getting too sentimental. But now that he's gone, he wants to hear what he the father um, was gonna say. So he 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 starts playing it, uh, and as it's playing, uh, we see Aquaman. His and he's going to now like he he leaves. Mira and Willem Dafoe on the beach, and he says he's going back to go. He's gonna go find his father. And we see Ryan Choi, which apparently is um, the Adam, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce Wayne, <laughs> he he's he decides. Well, he's he's walking with um, Wonder Woman and Alfred, and he's 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 inspired and wants to make. I guess the Hall of Justice, right? I don't think they actually say Hall of Justice, but I'm assuming it's the Hall of Justice in the burnt down Wayne Manor. Um, and then Barry Allen gets a job in the crime lab. Uh, Bruce buys back uh, uh, Clark's, I guess, the Kent farm from the bank. Uh, and Batman, and I really like that because they're, they're really like, you know, there, there was no hate anywhere in this movie between between them specifically. Like, just that one scene where he's he's like fighting them, but he fought everybody. But here, they're like really buddy buddy, and I I, I, I like seeing that. Um, 
then we see Batman, a shot of Batman on the Dark Knight Returns tank for some reason. Uh, it just looks a little ridiculous because the thing is huge. <laughs> and you see like this group of small um, uh, bad guys just laying in front of it. <laughs> it seems like overkill. <laughs> <laughs> he went nuclear. Yeah. And then uh, Luther escapes Arkham and he shares... He tells uh, D- Deathstroke that Bruce Wayne is Batman, and they have a drink. And I really, I, re- I, I had hope for Lex, because um, Deathstroke here he says, "I heard you were a few clowns short of a circus," which is true. He was very um, crazy and all over the place in the first movie, in Dawn of Justice. But then Lex Luthor defends it by saying, I was, thank you, until the good doctors at Arkham helped me find some much-needed clarity. So I feel like he was going to get more serious as time was going to go on, but I guess... Maybe, maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're you're not wrong that it is Jesse Eisenberg, and he's just going to maybe play his role, but I don't know. It could have happened, yeah. Yeah, I like to think that, you know, actors can act. (laughs) (laughs) So then, yeah, but you gotta have that. Like, I feel like you gotta have that, like it, yeah. to a certain extent. But I feel like I feel like it's not like every actor can play every sure. role, even no matter how good they are. There's like certain parts of your personality that you can tap into. But I don't think that's something that even that he has yeah. well, to play. Lex. Then we get the. Finally, we reached the nightmare scene that I, I think I was waiting for the whole movie. I was like, is it going to come now? Is it going to come now? Yeah, but it came right at the end, right before the end. And uh, we see it, it's it, we see Mira, we see Cyborg, we see um, the the Elseworld Flash from that, that came to visit Bruce Wayne in the last one. Um, Bruce Wayne... And the Joker, and they have a a nice little monologue <laughs> between them. Um, I don't. The focus in in the shot was a little weird to me. Like, I, I get that they were trying to be like mysterious and creepy with the Joker, but sometimes it was out of focus for too long. I think. Well, I think I think it was because. Uh... Wait, what do you mean? The shot I think it was hazy on purpose. No, because like it. Kind of... It kind of felt like a fever dream, if we're being honest. But I, but I don't, I don't think it, because the rest of the scene, it wasn't like it's not a dream. Like here, we're in a different world. Like things are going on, and they're having a conversation. But the zooming in and out and the out of focusness goes. It well, threw it's me still, off. it's still, it's still a dream, right? Because Batman wakes up at, after. Does he? Yeah, remember that's he he wakes up from the dream and and uh, he talks to Martian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember yeah. that, but I don't, I didn't, you know, I didn't connect that. But I like I like to think that this isn't just a dream. I like to think that this was a vision of something that was going to happen. Uh, you know, a, a reality. I like to think this is a reality. This is just in a different time. So, so you would have wanted. So you, so you're seeing this as a as a future. Yes, most definitely. Okay. I see this. I see this as a as a future. For I because sure. the way I was seeing it was as a multiverse, as a, like this is a different world. 
that where things went right and i think i think it aligns with the vision cyborg was having because superman yeah, superman has gone like rogue uh so i think he's working with dark side and remember in the bvs uh nightmare sequence we first see the omega yeah the the symbol yeah the symbol um so i think it all connects and i think it it's just basically a future oh, you're right it was a dream okay all right i still think i just i want to see like i wanted to see his face better like i didn't it felt like they were being too artsy, <laughs> but yeah. Um, how okay? How <laughs> did you like the Joker? Uh, he was. I don't know if I, he. There were like two two different extremes. Like we got to see two different extremes from this dude, um, Jared Leto, and I don't know. Like I want somewhere more down the middle because. <laughs> I don't know. I just I I I personally I don't know, man. I don't think he has it in him. <laughs> I, mean, I like him better than than Suicide Squad. Uh, definitely, so. definitely. I I felt like he was much more actually kind of like this one. I can like see actually killing a person. Yes, yes. He was clearly he he clearly looks more insane. Um. I really like his lines. Just the delivery was awkward at times. Yes, yes. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I felt like they did it in one shot, and they said, "All right, that's a wrap." <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, but uh, I mean, in itself, the nightmare sequence for me, I love. It's my favorite part of the movie. Um, I just love this apocalyptic type. Uh, you no. Know- you know what he reminded me of Setting. when he was saying his lines? Remember Iron Man? Um, was it three? The man, the the Mandarin. <laughs> You'll never see me coming. <laughs> That's kind, of, <laughs> kind of what I was thinking of. <laughs> Damn, I didn't even think of that. That's true. But um, no, I mean, I I love the interaction with Batman. <laughs> he's just triggering him and Batman yeah. at this point doesn't give a crap. Yeah. Yeah. He, he just basically, and I love when he says, um, he almost got me he, like, he, yeah, here's, here's the truth, Bruce. Um, and if you break this card then I can, we could talk about how you let bo- uh, a boy wonder do a man's job. And I was like, Holy crap. <laughs> this is incredible. Just him. Just, you know, that cause the personally, references. that's my, that, the, fer- the reference, that's my favorite comic book. Death in the family and death of the family. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite of all time. So just him mentioning this live action was incredible. I really love Flash's suit too. I prefer it over his actual. Suit. <laughs> yeah. Um, Minus the whole head thing that comes down and close. Dude, I like that. Stuff. I'm not gonna lie. I like that. <laughs> uh, like as an alternate version. Okay. Yes. Yes. Not as his definitive suit. Yeah. Um, but all in all, I love this. I love this scene. I've replayed it over and over again after it's watching very, the movie. It's very dark, and you know, Mira is there, and she says uh, that Superman had uh, she, Superman had killed Aquaman, and which is why she wants revenge. And they're just you know what the whole injustice scene. You know what you you actually make a point there. You're right. This might be man that. 
I didn't even think of that until now. This might point. be an al- this might be an an alternate universe, like you said, because she says, "Um, I want him to come because of what he did to Aquaman." So was she referring to Superman or Darkseid? Obviously, in this nightmare uh, sequence, they're 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 talking about Superman because yeah. they're like you know he, you know we we make sure he doesn't locate us or whatever. But in the vision Cyborg was having, Darkseid clearly kills aquaman yeah so i guess that can be left out in the open <laughs> or if they would have made the next movie <laughs> <laughs> what what could have possibly happened is that dark side could have maybe like killed aquaman before taking control sure, of superman. yeah yeah because they're, they're kind of like working together yeah exactly so it yeah that makes sense that makes sense so it could it could all be connected or it can be an alternate universe mm-hmm. but i just get so upset that the second Justice League movie was going to be all Nightmare. Nightmare. And just thinking about not having that breaks my heart. Yeah. I mean, if we just keep it trending on Twitter, you know, who knows? So, yeah. So, the, it ends with uh, Bruce Wayne waking up, which I did not catch <laughs> for some reason. Um, and Martian Manhunter appears to him and... Is like I'll I'll help you next time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the next time, bro. <laughs> I'll catch you next time. Jesus, bro, this. Man. <laughs> so I think it's about time that we gave our official ratings. Uh, who wants to start? Miguel, start. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> I mean. I'm gonna give it a eight because I. Let's do this. What would you give the first Justice League? Okay. Possibly okay. a four point five. All right. But an eight because like this, it it took more time with itself to get the plot carried throughout. It 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 gave a lot more details mm-hmm. and it made. The connections from previous movies relevant to, to, to itself, and it I think it, it established itself to to really. The characters stand out on their own, regardless of like the the plot. Like they they have their own reasons why they're doing everything, and it it comes together. It's not just like it wasn't thrown, all into a pot and said, "Hey, this is the Justice mm-hmm. League." It's like it was coordinated, I, which is, I, which is why I liked them more. It's not perfect, but it's way, way, way better than 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 the Sweden. Sweden. <laughs> Fair enough. And Kevin, what do you, what do you give the I, first one? And then the first one, I give it a three. Damn. It's you- it's listen listen. <laughs> it's not. It's not unwatchable but at the same time there's nothing i like about that movie it's something to watch when you want to make yes yes i give it a three just because i have that uh i guess i have that to do i could play it whenever i want to make fun of something or trash (laughs) something so i give it a three um a two because i'm nice uh the snyder cut i'm going to give it in i really want to give it a nine but it really, it, I'm gonna go with it an eight point five. It's the lamentation music that <laughs> held me back. The, the constant playing 
the okay the, you know what uh, all right I, I, i'm giving it i'm giving it a nine i'm giving it a nine i'm giving it a nine because it's it, it, at times it, it feels sometimes personal because like you knew this you didn't know if this existed and anything and just everything just coming together it, it felt it felt more epic and um i think there was no way Zack Snyder was ever going to release this in the theaters, a four-hour movie. I don't know if Warner Brothers were would have ever let him do it. So Probably HBO yeah. Max really let him do his full vision, and mm-hmm. we got to see that. So um, again, when you have a movie that features Darkseid, Steppenwolf, all Justice League members, Granny Goodness talks about anti-life equation, talks about the multiverse, has these nightmare sequences, like I don't know, man, it it just all worked so well and just watching this as a live action movie a live action justice league movie um you know growing up watching the justice league cartoons and everything just finally see it mm-hmm. physically um was amazing so i'm final rating is a nine cool um so for me i would give the joss whedon version a six a six Wow! What That's... the heck? You were trashing your most. Yo, I gave it a because. <laughs> this felt lovely. I think I think it comes from a place because I went to the theater and I saw it in theaters and and I bought it and I've watched it plenty of times. But oh, you just invested money because I think I what had happened with me was I I think it was just the only thing that I was gonna get, so I tried to make the most of it. And I tried to understand it the best I could, <laughs> and try to make it try to make it like, make sense. It's like it's like you going out with like a toxic girlfriend. Yes, and you're just trying to find the best yep. in her, but yep. there's nothing there. That's exactly what it was. You're defending her to your friends, and they're like, but, no. so so for <laughs> the time that I spent with it, I'd give it a six. <laughs> No, but now looking. No, back there's no looking now. back. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> that, no, comparing it. To that, I've deleted now. it from my iTunes, and I'm never watching it again. But, <laughs> um, so this new Justice League or with the the Zack Snyder version, I'd give it a nine. Um, I really enjoy it. It's the only cut of this movie that I'll watch it ever again. Uh, I I am so happy. I have nine hours of this world that i can watch um nine hours yeah because this one's four the last one was three and superman's two. Oh, okay yes nine hours. yes so it's in, in a sense it's it's a trilogy in its own and I, you know there's still hope i guess or maybe not i don't know but i i'll be happy with what i have and i i do enjoy all the context that is always given by um zach snyder when he's allowed to do <laughs> uh what he wants to do <laughs> just let the man work <laughs> <laughs> dude can never release his vision like every movie he did it with watchmen everything um yeah so yeah that that was our ratings uh thanks everyone for listening hopefully this is not the last movie we get from Zack snyder in Zack snyder's universe uh hashtag restore the snyderverse yes Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you again in the next Society Outcast episode. Bye, guys. Take care. Peace.